0: Would you believe
2: it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q.
0: Got a lot of feedback on the Salmon Ash text line six nine one eight seven keyword RNR. Coming up at four thirty, Paloma Villacana, Fox Five Sports host of the Reb Zone. She'll join us to talk all things UNLV. Dave Ziegler, the GM of the Raiders, will be talking at a coach's clinic there at UNLV. She's got some info on Josh Jacobs. He has a, a camp coming up. It's that time of year again when you start seeing, you know, camps, camps in the community. I know Darren Waller had one last year that I was in attendance to. Uh, Josh Jacobs had one last year. There's a bunch of them that went on. Those are going to start happening again. Paloma's got that. Plus we'll have some UNLV talk, but the feedback that we're getting on the salmon ass text line is hilarious. My guy, Raider DJ Tony. Hey, did you ever give that avocado smoothie a try before judging its cover? No, (laughs) no, I did not. You got me on that one. I did not. And similar to the Athletic Greens, I don't think it's going to be good. But Athletic Greens was really good. So I could be wrong. Now, if you want to bring me one, I'll try it. I live by the motto if it ain't free, it ain't me. So I wouldn't have bought Athletic Greens. I'll tell you that. I wouldn't have bought it. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been like, oh, hey, I want to get that. I wouldn't have. But if you give it to me free and say, hey, just try it, then I'll try it. And I tried it. I like it. How long did it take you to try it? Was I, it sitting I, out for a long time? No, no, no. Okay? no. I got it on, I think I got it on a Friday. And I started it on Monday The weekends are shot for me. You never know what's going on on the weekend weekends are decompressed time. So I try to, I try to get out of my normal routine. So if I get something on a Friday, I'll probably start it on a Monday. That's okay. what I did. And it was good. So DJ Tony got me on that one. Glenn in San Jose said, what up, Damon? What spots on the strips are showing WrestleMania this weekend?
3: That's a good question, my I didn't guy. even know it was this weekend. And I do not know. Because yeah, I'm just going to go, like Mo said, go to a homie's house, if that. You know, hey, man, so I don't know. I hate it when people ask those questions, to be honest.
0: Where's Kayla watching that?
3: She's not watching WrestleMania. Uh-oh. She doesn't get it. Oh,
0: okay. So she's smart.
3: You mean smart. Just saying. It's a great entertainment spectacle. You know they moved it to two nights now. No, I did not. Yeah, now it's two I nights. I did not know that. Are you Saturday serious? Saturday and Sunday. Oh, Lord. Oh,
0: oh. oh, Lord.
3: Bet you wish you were still in Texas. It's in Jerry World.
0: No, I do. Oh. I, I, I'm actually glad that I'm not. I'm glad that I don't have to worry about that at all. I used to have a buddy, uh family man, Tony B, man. He used to come over to the house all the time. We used to uh, bootleg the wrestling so he could watch <laughs> it. Hey, Q, man, you still got the wig because I used to bootleg the Raider games, right? And so he's like, "Hey man, you still got that bootleg ability, man? Russell's on." Yeah, all right, pull that thing still up. Still got
3: that bootleg ability.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can take the bra out the at the hood. Can't take the hood out the bra. <laughs> I'm
3: afraid to ask how long ago was this? That was when I was in Texas,
0: before before I had Sunday ticket. So it was probably, it eh, wasn't that long ago. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't. Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I still had I had to watch the games, had to be able to cover them. Uh, Jason of Maryland said the media is overrating Denver again. Their D ain't all that Randy Gregory ain't DeMarcus Ware. I agree with that. I'm actually surprised the whole Randy Gregory thing uh, the way it shook out. I really am. I thought he was going to return to Dallas. I think I thought he was going to return to Dallas. And then all of a sudden he makes the move to go to Denver. Uh, it, I mean, look, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a really good player when he's on, but there's so many times that he's not on and he's going to be there in Denver. I just don't know if that's a good fit for him, but we'll see. We'll find out. It's all about the money, but I, it, all, all the time. And I, I understand that the money that they were giving him in Dallas was very similar, but they had a couple they were trying to play him. They, they had a couple things in their in their contract that they do for everybody that he didn't like. And that's fine. You know, he took his his talents to Dallas and all right to Denver, and that's fine. Uh, I, I do think though that everyone's hyping up Denver a little bit more than they need to, even though they have Russell Wilson, it's for some reason, and, and they did this last year when they had Drew Locke that they gave them so much love. and I don't understand. I never understood why. Like what do you see in Denver that makes you feel like this team is just going to be all that? Like and I never understood it then. I won't understand it now.
3: It's the power of Russell Wilson. I think that's all it is. But they
0: didn't have this Russell Wilson last year. They had Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater.
3: Like who was who was hanging? Who was putting all their eggs in Teddy Bridgewater's basket? I think last season it was more of that defense. Mm. Hey man, I'm trying to give some explanations here. <laughs> I don't know either.
0: Geese mode said, "Last great bacon wrap hot dog I had was outside O. Dot Co. Coliseum after one of Seawood's last home games in Oakland." We smashed the Chargers that day, and I smashed that dog in like three bites. <laughs> Nothing tastes better than victory. Just win, baby. Was that the Thursday night game? Was that his final one where he threw up the O? Where they came back and won that game in the end, and he tried to get into the end zone and tried to get in offensively and just didn't happen? That might have been that game. That was a heck of a game. Uh, Q needs to come to El Paso and try a, a Juarez dog. Look, man, I've been to El Paso once. If I come to El Paso, it ain't for no dog. <laughs> I ain't going to El Paso for no dog. You know how long of a trip that is? I ain't making a long trip like that just for a dog. I do like El Paso, though. It's a beautiful city. Do not get me wrong. Beautiful city. I remember when me and Little Q were on the recruiting trip. We were riding with the coach, and I looked over, and I saw all these lights to the right. It's was like, oh, man, those are, some, those are some good-looking lights over there. I said, hey, coach, what's that to the right? He said, Mexico.
2: Stay away from
3: there. <laughs>
0: I, oh my bad. It's that close,
3: huh? Oh yeah, no, wow.
0: oh yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh okay. He said, yeah, you don't want to go there. I turned around, looked at the little Q. I said, you hear him? You don't want to go there? And go, ah, you know, you know, kids. Ah, okay, that means yeah, whatever. As soon as I get a chance, I'm going. Yo, he's
3: probably like, yo, I'm, I'm good. I've half, already been there. Yeah, half <laughs> of him is already good there, right?
0: Right, exactly. It's <laughs> true. He is a blackskin. He's a, he, <laughs> he'll just, he'll get Did in he with speak the, Spanish. No, nah, hell no. bro. Mm, okay, come brother. on, man. Let it go. <laughs> uh, come on. But he'll, he'll just, he'll just smile, man. He'll just smile and play the role. Oh no, I'm not black. Nah, that's my daddy.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about him. <laughs> I'm with y'all. <laughs> Nobody does that better than a Dominican. Right. And <laughs> <Not> no black.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, right. <laughs> no doubts. Good stuff. I like it. Uh, we got a text. I'd buy one for you if there's a smoothie place you know, and they have an app. <laughs> I might be able to buy you and uh, an avocado smoothie. Oh man, you don't have to buy it. If you had the hookup, that'd be different. I don't want you to spend your money. Oh
3: yeah, you're right, man. That's a, that's real interesting. You say that somebody wants to buy you. Someone's like, yeah, you ain't got to go out your way. No, but if someone said they but have the hookup, the hookup, somewhere, somewhere, it's different. Yeah, you yeah, got to the tell hookup. them I sent you. Right, that's a exactly. whole different thing.
0: Yeah, now if you just have the hookup, it's all good. You know, that's hey, I live by the hookup. That's one of uh. I claim to fame coming up at 430 Paloma Villacana. She's going to talk all things UNLV, but I did want to get into some Dave Ziegler sound and I want to focus in. It's only three sound bites. I want to play for you and it's all what he had to say about Derek Carr and his contract and one matter of fact, we're going to go with B first. We're going to go with B, which is six Oh two. This one is, and Vinny brought this up and I, th- I let him bring it up and I didn't say anything to contradict it, but I thought it was a silly point was when he was talking about Tom Brady taking haircuts and saying, well, for years on top of years, Tom Brady didn't get the max deal, and that allowed them to build a team. Is that the expectation? I thought, why would that be the expectation? You know I mean? How could you expect, how could you expect a player to take a, a pay cut because, well, Tom Brady did. Tom Brady had millions and millions of reasons why he could.
3: In Vinny's defense, because I made a promo out of that, where it was um, their philosophy so we don't know what their philosophy on how they want to pay a quarterback is going to be you yet. See,
0: I just think that that philosophy, if they brought it to another organization, would be a bad philosophy to live by. I mean, what if I told you, well, DeMond, I, I've, I've never negotiated my paycheck, so you can't negotiate yours. You'd be like, that's your bad.
3: You right about that? <laughs> that, <laughs> right. That,
0: that is true. Right?
3: You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I'm not saying that Carr should break the bank, but why does he got to do what Brady did? Brady's got a wife that made more money than he did. You know what I mean? Brady's got a bazillion uh, endorsements. Brady's got rings. Brady had a lot of reasons why he can do what he did. I mean, hell, in his early days, MJ wasn't taking the, the biggest contracts. He wasn't. Finally, he broke the bank like at the end of his career when he had a little one-year deal. But... You can't ask a man to, to, you know, take a haircut just because, well, another guy did it. So I want you to hear this sound from Dave Ziegler talking about uh, possibly taking a Brady-type discount because that's the philosophy that they had in New England. Is that the philosophy they're going to have here?
2: I would say, like, I wasn't involved in in all the – I wasn't involved in that at all during my time in New England. So I don't really know, like, what the dynamics of that were and what those conversations were. So it kind of – it would be irresponsible for me to, um, you know – Act like I did, but I think every every individual, every player has their you know has their own process that they want to go through. And I think to expect someone to do something just because someone else did it, um, if you did that for everybody, you'd be in a you know you'd be in a hard you'd be in a hard spot of trying to get deals done. And, and I think everybody like again, it's it's to me every negotiation is very individualistic, and it's. Um, it's very unique to, to that person and to the timing and to the position and whatever it may be so no i don't think we look at it like that i think it's just you know it's it's just a every individ- every negotiations its own its own kind of its own being
0: and i was so glad to hear that i really was because again i think that that would be bad business to try to do that just cuz that situation worked out fine for brady doesn't mean that that works for everybody that was unique. That's not something and I'm not saying that every player that is up for a contract extension on the Raiders should try to get max dollars. They should try to get as much as possible. They really should. I don't begrudge anybody who gets as much money as possible. Their career could be over in one play. Their their career could be on over while they're running out to the field. I mean, you just never know, right? Anything could happen. I'm not mad at anyone who gets as much money as possible because it's it's your your window. Like I could do radio till I'm like 80. And then I can kill over and die and I've had a great life, right? These guys can't play ball till they're 80. Hell, I mean, Brady, everyone's like, oh my gosh, he's forty-three or whatever he is. What is he now? Forty five? Forty five. He's forty-five. Oh my gosh. We've never seen this before. Right, exactly. Like, think about that. You haven't seen someone work till they're forty-five. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, think about that. I love the uh, the pick, the side by sides of whoever the quarterback is. Like we haven't right. seen someone play this old since like 1975, right? And it's someone that looks like nowadays they'd be 70, right?
0: Exactly. No, it's facts. It's facts. But they, they their window of being able to have to, an opportunity to cash in on what they're doing is very small compared to everyone else. But then again, their paychecks are very large compared to what we get. But my career, I mean, my career, I can as long as someone will have me, I could, I could talk forever. Literally, I worked with a guy who, you know, like his last day working, he died. I mean, like, that, you know what I mean? Like, he was like 80-something. I don't want to touch this one. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, he he lived and died on the radio. Like, that's who he was. You could do that. In this business, you can do that. You ain't got to be a spring chicken to do this. It might have been a little bit after. He okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can't, I can't.
0: Shout out to Butch Henry. So, here's Dave Ziegler talking about cars contract extension and then that sweet spot that has been talked about so much.
2: Well, I first, I first would say in, in the, the, the sweet spot, yeah. like um, that buzzword, I mean, that's really important in every contract negotiation. Um, Cause that's how they get done. Um, you know, in far as far as the contract negotiations with Derek or with any player, here, here's what I would say with, about that. And, and, and I mean, and I, and I do mean this is that those are really um they are really personal. They're personal things, right? They're personal to the player. They're personal to their families. They're personal for the organization. And we've all probably been through different contract negotiations ourselves. So for me, I think those really are things that, um, the way that I'm going to handle those things here and going forward is keeping those in-house, keeping those discussions between, um, myself and Tim and Derek and I just think that's the right way to do business I think that's the appropriate and most respect, respectful way to do business um, you know I've known Tim for a long time Tim, Tim's a good agent he's a good person um, I've always enjoyed working with Tim um, and so you know we'll just we'll keep, keep hammering away and keep you know keep working together whether it's Tim or with any other agent but I do think like I think the best practice is to keep those things in house and, and um, just continue to, to work through them.
0: So there you go. There's uh, Dave Ziegler talking about you know, Derek Carr's contract extension and, and how the negotiations are going and uh, really taking the high role of doing it uh, in, in, the, in the background and not, not throwing it out there and putting it all out in the public for everyone to know what's going on. Well, they offered him this, and he said no. or this that. that's, that's when it starts to get ugly. That's when it starts to get muddy. It's good to know that, that Dave Ziegler and company have a good relationship with uh, the agent of Derek Carr, not, not to mention other agents because there was a time not that long ago where certain agents didn't get along with the Raiders organization. Joel Siegel being the number one guy. Remember, he was Khalil Mack's agent. Remember, he was Amari Cooper's agent. Joel Siegel was not a big fan of John Gruden. Just wasn't. Wasn't a big fan of what the Raiders had going on. Don't know how big of a role he played in Khalil Mack not being a Raider anymore, but it it, it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt the situation, or it didn't help the situation, I guess. That would be the best way to put it, that he wasn't a fan of the team. He just wasn't.
3: Because the agent... When the player gets paid more money, they make more money.
0: Right. Well, they want to have that bragging bragging right and say, hey, look, this is what I just got my client. This is why you need to come be my next client because I can do the same thing for you.
3: Because bringing it around, Deshaun Watson, if I'm his agent, I'm calling Lamar like, hey, man. See what I did for him? Right. I can make this happen for you.
0: No doubt. Guaranteed. No, no doubt. And that's actually that's the final soundbite that I want you to uh to go ahead and play. Has to do with the other quarterbacks that are getting paid, the Lamar Jacksons, the Kirk Cousins, the Matt Staffords, you know, guys like that that are getting paid and getting paid a large amount of money. How is that affecting the the market? And how is that affecting how Derek Carr's contract situation goes?
2: yeah i mean it's like it's it's an important part i mean there's a there's an aspect that's important to that because you have to understand like just you know right you go to buy a house in a certain neighborhood like there's a cost of living right in that neighborhood and so that's just it's the same with football like every position there's a market to it there's a there's a um, there's a cost associated with being at different levels um you know within within that within that within the quarter within the quarterback group within the receiver group within the o-line group whatever it is and so like market values are obviously are important to any negotiation whether it's again no matter what the line of work is right that's that's going to be a part of it so you have to you have to know what they are um you know they always dictate what you do not necessarily um, but they are markers out there
0: I love it. I love that he said it's like buying a house, like the housing market. As we all know, the housing market here in Las Vegas is no joke, no joke. Your boy's been trying to buy a house for about a year, and it still hasn't worked yet. Has not worked yet. And you do, you have to know the market. You got to know the area. You got to know what the houses are going for. You got, I mean, that's the reality of it. Again, Derek Carr is not going to get two hundred and thirty guaranteed. He's not going to get, I mean, one hundred fifty guaranteed. You know, Aaron Rodgers got all that money. I mean, he's not going to get that kind of money. But it all plays
3: a factor. It has to. If it doesn't, then something's wrong with you. And just like the housing market, when those prices start going up, yep. then that's just the going rate for houses now. If man, I'm telling you
0: right now, uh, when I was selling our house or when me and the wife were selling our house in Texas and all the houses around us were selling for high dollar, we're like, Yep, keep it going. Let's go. We'll sell our house next month. Let it keep you know, let it keep going up a little bit higher. That was that was music to our ears. When 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 guys and, and people would like, literally walk around the neighborhood and say, hey, are you interested
3: in selling your house? Like, that's when we knew, hey, the market's hot. The market's hot. We're like, no, nope, not yet, but we will be. <laughs> and also, like, just to keep this house analogy rolling, if, hey, the houses are selling for 35 or $40 million, yep. you can't go into this neighborhood and say, hey, we'll want to give you $20 million for <laughs> right. this house. Right? It won't
0: work. It won't work. Exactly right. It's a perfect way to break down this quarterback market. You have to pay what the market dictates you pay. Again, You don't have to have the higher end. You don't have to have the big Scarface house on the corner.
3: But you might have to have a pretty nice one that you could say, well, it wasn't A, but it was a high B. Exactly. And so for all you saying Derek Carson just played out this last year on that contract, it ain't happening. Hell no. Because like we said, yesterday's price is not today's price. You can't expect, what's it, $18
0: Right, exactly. Nothing guaranteed. No way. No way. It, It just wouldn't make sense. And I think the housing market is the best way to put it. Or if you want to get more personal, how about the gas market? Gas prices are sky high right now, right? There ain't no gas station on the corner that's like, "Hey, we'll sell you gas for $250. No, they're like, "Oh, you're you're. It's five thirty nine over there, five five thirty seven here. Here you go. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, what a steal. We'll save you a couple cents. That's it. Oh, they're they're giving gas for five fifty. Well, gas is five fifty here too. It's just the nature of the beast. At least Cali's like hell. I'll raise that seven dollars. Cali got some
3: stones. <laughs> Yo. I was talking to somebody from San Diego. They just wanted to ask me. And I feel right. like it was an out-of-a-blue question, too. How much is gas over there? Right. Like, yeah, about $5. He yeah, has about 7 over here. Right, right. <laughs> is that all you wanted to talk about?
0: Man. My dad told me he pays 4 He's in Wyoming. and He's paying 4 something. He's thinking about driving down here again. He's like, well, how much is gas there before I drive down there? I was like, uh, I'm paying $5.15 a gallon right now. He's like,
3: ooh. <laughs> I'm only paying $4.30. I said, well. Come on down here, you'll pay a little bit more. (laughs) And 430 sounds good to him, huh? Uh, Oh man. Exactly. Like, think
0: about where we're at right now when 430 sounds good. Back in my day. Someone gangster writers in Cali right now, like, hell, I'll take four thirty right now. (laughs) And give you a Coke and a smile with that. Speaking of Coke, got a funny text that we'll get to. We'll do that when we come back. This is unnecessary roughness on Radio Nation Radio, nine twenty.
2: Welcome back. Welcome back to Unnecessary roughness, Unnecessary roughness,
0: here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm
3: going to have to kick you, you know what, today.
0: Here's your boy, Q. That's a pretty cool note right here. March Madness, and we'll actually talk some March Madness on Thursday and Friday show. Excited about it, man. The Final Four, Duke, UNC, Villanova, Kansas. Excited about that. And then Monday night, National Championship game. It's a late start on the uh, on the East Coast. What time is it? Nine twenty, East Woo! Coast time.
3: Don't bother me though.
0: Man, Raider Grizz just hit hit us up on Twitter. Don't mean to brag, but uh, in South Carolina, I think it's South Carolina. He said, "SC." We're paying three sixty a gallon.
3: Mm, nice,
0: nice. Shout out, Raider Grizz. I ain't mad at you. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at the situation. <laughs> but I did want to pass along this little nugget from College Hoops. This is from Jeff Goodman. Shaheen Holloway, remember him? He's the coach of St. Peter's, finalizing a six-year deal to become the head coach of Seton Hall. Get in the bag! Holloway will take over at his alma mater after leading St. Peter's to a historic Elite Eight run. Shout out to Shaheen Holloway, man, that's awesome. I feel bad for those those kids at St. Peter's, but
3: transporter baby.
0: Well, we'll right, but I mean, he's at Seton Hall. He can get some players that ain't St. Peter's players. He 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 can he can. He's going to do some things. I'm excited about that. He's a really good coach. I always say that March Madness stars are born, and the star was born, but it wasn't on the court. It was, it was on the sideline. Shaheen Holloway, shout-out to him, man. Six-year deal to go back to coach's alma mater, Seton Hall. That's cool. That's a real success uh, story right there. Now, I <laughs> got this text that I thought was hilarious. We were talking about that uh, Athletic Greens. That AG1, my guy, Peg Leg Raider, out in San Antonio actually hit me. I was like, hey, I was looking into it, but it was kind of expensive. Well, we got another text that kind of doubled down on it being expensive. I just looked up that AG1, and that stuff is $100 for a month's supply. Costs as much as the equivalent of amount of a cocaine. <laughs> I thought that was funny.
3: Yeah, buddy. I thought it was funny. No, 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 to this guy's text. First off, not trying to be that guy to take it literally. But that's like one, two nights of cocaine. You're getting a full month supply of Athletic Greens, and it's healthier for you. Why would you have to go? Why would you have to jump there? Oh, he said it. He said it costs as much as the equivalent amount. So maybe he knows. Maybe he knows. (laughs) Why do I need that Athletic Greens? That's cutting into my (laughs) cocaine money. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying. That's what he said.
0: Just saying. I don't know. Well, the bang I, I, I can honestly tell you, and I'm proud to
3: know this. <laughs> I don't know how much cocaine costs, <laughs> which is a good thing. Let <laughs> me go listen to a couple of rap songs. <laughs> I'll be right back. Dog, nah, that's what. It's so funny Get a you pound, said that. Break it down. It is so
0: funny you said that. There was some story where some dude got busted one time with a like a gang of weed. Right? It was. It was a. It was a super large amount. At least I thought it was. I just didn't know. But it sounded like it was a lot. So I, I was talking about it on the air. I was talking about it. I was like, man, what was he gonna do with all that weed? You know, I was like, man, there's only so much you can smoke. Like it's gotta be, you know. Anyway, some dude calls in. Was like, dog, that ain't even that much. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, he he broke it down. He's like, no, nah, it's this this and that. And you, man, yeah, that, all that. I mean, he literally broke it down. I was like, dog, you probably should hang up the phone at this point. <laughs> Someone right now is tracing this call. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna get him. Who
3: was that again? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Your location is. But yeah, no, it's so funny. I was like, hey, I proudly don't know. How much any of that stuff costs. Now, if you ask me how much some Tito's vodka costs, I'll tell you, it's about 30 bucks. <laughs> it's good. Bottles of rocks, about 30 bucks. I got it. You yeah. know, I know these things.
3: But, like, that would have even been better if it's just like, that's about four bottles of alcohol that I could still, I could be buying instead. Right, right, but right. Like, oh, okay, man, okay. He jumped straight to cocaine. Hey, man, I guess you talk about what you know.
0: <laughs> I'm not mad.
3: I mean, I'm not mad.
0: It is what it is. I, I just, like, I thought that was funny. I got a couple more texts I wanted to get to real quick, and then we'll get to Paloma Villicana. Uh, where else do we get one? Uh, man, I'm sorry. I lost
3: it. Oh, well. Let's take that break then. Okay. 427
0: is the time. We'll t- we'll take that break. Demand the good union man, wants to take a break. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Get Paloma Villicana talking all things UNLV. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Right now we're efforting Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports, host of the Reb Zone. Talk all things UNLV, talk some Raiders with her. Close out the show strong, as we like to do. Did want to throw out our show topic question that we had. Top of the show. If the Raiders were looking to move back into the first or second round, what would you be willing to give up? What position would you be targeting? Because there's the reports out there that they may not sit there and stay in the third round. And they very well might. Dave Ziegler, the GM, is comfortable with that. Had that experience when he was in New England with the Patriots where they had multiple years where they didn't have first-round picks. A couple years, they didn't have second-round picks. So he's very comfortable with that. Had a lot of feedback so far today. A lot of folks call in and say, hey, you know what? I'd be okay sitting there and waiting until the third round. No reason to trade anything else. No reason to give up any more draft capital. Just kind of wait, see how the board falls, and get the best player available when it's your turn to pick. Team is pretty set up pretty well right now. They look pretty good. I think they have a couple couple holes that they still need to fill, but they look pretty good right now. They still got the draft coming up and then post-draft, They'll have the free agency then. They can address some some areas that maybe they don't have a chance to, to fill right now. So if you want to chime in on that topic, hit us up on the Salmon Ash text line at six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. Right now, though on the phone lines. Our good friend Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports, host of the Reb Zone, on Twitter at Paloma Villacana. And Paloma, thank you so much for your time. It's been a been a couple of weeks since we talked to you. I know you've been super busy with uh, UNLV men's and women's basketball. Spring football's back in action. What's at the top of your list right now? What do you what what is what is your number one priority right now?
1: Uh, To do laundry and uh, (laughs) unpack and go to the grocery store and (laughs) sit down, you know. I know it's been good. I I was at Spring Ball yesterday at UNLV, and I was like, man, I mean, did we blink? Like, can I sit down? (laughs) It's been so much fun, though. I feel like I've been go, 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 go with UNLV and you know, we'll, we'll blink guys and the football season will be here. So it's, it's crazy how in Vegas we're jumping into one thing after another after another. Now we have the aces and yep. we have the aviators and then we got baseball and you know, now we, you know, got to worry about the draft and then the Raiders off season and then it's football season. So it's just, it's, this is the first city I've been in where we're constantly jumping into the next sport. And it's awesome. I love it. It's awesome. No, so, it is. Yeah.
0: It's really, it really is. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. It's really awesome. I'm so blessed to be here and be involved in everything that's going on, and I was watching Fox 5 actually this morning, and I saw, and, and Faven was talking about it, about the sports and entertainment district that is is coming to Vegas that's going to be that 20,000-seat arena, and it's going to be this big district that has a hotel in it and all kind of different gaming, uh, casino in it, I, and that's going to be massive, and that, in my opinion might be the, the 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 way to get an NBA team here to Las Vegas. What were your thoughts on that big that big arena that's on the way?
1: Yeah, what's up Lakers? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know about that NBA team. <laughs> hey,
1: hey Lakers. Hey Lebron LeBron, you listening bro? Like <laughs> Vegas man. That's where it's at. It's here. So
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: Yeah, I mean growing up in San Diego and not having an, an NBA team, I've always wanted to cover an NBA team the certain markets I've worked in, I've never been with an NBA team. So that would be so fun. And, of course, it's a hoops town. It's a hoops city. You know, we've been dying for an NBA team. The Aces are incredibly successful. Yes. Mark Davis taking the Aces to new heights. So, you know, we got stars like Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum. Uh, and, you know, if if we get an NBA team here and, you know, the Aces and the NBA team link up, it's over. I mean, it's over. Like, it's basically Disneyland here. So.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Facts. That is absolute facts. We're talking right now with Paloma Villacana from Fox Five Sports here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio, nine twenty. Now you mentioned spring football, so let let me go ahead and go there. Harrison oh. Bailey. He's the quarterback that transferred from Tennessee. Uh, he's got his first taste of spring ball here in Las Vegas. So I know you guys had an opportunity. The media did to kind of hang out and listen to him talk a little bit. What were your first impressions when you when you heard from Harrison?
1: Yeah, well, I felt great that I'm not the only one in Vegas that's going to be saying y'all. So, you know, he's he's got the little southern accent coming from Georgia. And, you know, he was saying y'all. And I was like, oh, finally, I don't feel like such an outsider here. <laughs> when I first showed up to Vegas from Alabama, you know, I had a little bit of an accent. So anytime I can hang out with some southern folks. I'm happy about it, but no, I mean, uh, you know, all eyes are on him. This whole offseason, you know, a lot of eyes have been on, on the Tennessee quarterback who spent two seasons at Tennessee, but he had offers from Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. You know, this was a five-star prospect coming out of Georgia, so he's big time. He's big time. Uh, Coach Arroyo says he, he loves his football IQ, his maturity, his poise. You know, he's he's elevating the quarterback room by bringing in an SEC quarterback. Uh, you know, so there will be another quarterback competition between um, Doug, Doug and Cam Friel and Harrison Bailey. So it, it's just, you know, in my experience, I, I've, I've seen the quarterback battle between Tua and Jalen. And I, I kind of know how these spring balls go, how it goes, where mm-hmm. the intensity and the competition, like it's real. You know, all these three guys are, are fighting for the for the job. I'm just I'm curious because, you know, we saw Coach Arroyo start basically all his quarterbacks last season due to injuries. You know, Doug went down, Cam went down, Tate Martell was injured, Justin Rogers comes in and is kind of iffy. So, you know, I'm really curious if Coach Arroyo will stick to one quarterback this season or, you know, will will he continue to rotate? But, I mean, it is what it is when you have injuries and, and, you know, you don't have the depth. Like last season, every single quarterback was basically banged up So it's the next man up. And I think, you know, by bringing in an SEC quarterback, that that elevates the the competition, the spring ball. So, I mean, I think it's only great for Cam Freel and for Doug Brumfield to have that that competition in there. And I think it makes the whole room better.
3: I was just going to ask, but I think you answered every question that I was going (laughs) to ask about the quarterback battle. But Ricky White, he's transferred from over Michigan State. Him and Harrison Bailey right. they actually played high school football together. Do you yeah. think that that gives him a leg up, Bailey, that is, in this quarterback battle that one of the premier wide receivers, it's someone that he already has a relationship with?
1: Exactly. I think that's awesome. Um, you know, Coach Royal obviously likes that, too, that they're, they're both from the same high school. But, um... You know, we asked Harrison, you know, you, how was your first practice? You know, how's the receiving core? What do you think about your receivers? And he said this is the best group of receivers he's ever played with. And he said that, you know, he was back at Tennessee. All these guys would be starting. So, you know, hats off to Coach Arroyo bringing in some, some depth at wide receiver because that was another position they were banged up with mm-hmm. last season. You know, UNLV, I feel bad. I mean, they were injured all last year. So having depth, you know, having guys from, from the Big Ten, the SEC, the ACC transfers coming in, uh, a more mature team with fifth-year seniors, um, a lot of transfers uh, from, from different schools, that brings that maturity and that depth that, that they didn't have last year.
0: You know, uh, when it comes to Coach Arroyo, what's been his kind of mood or his, his kind of tone out there at spring ball?
1: I mean, it looks more, I mean, not to say that the first, you know, last year was his first spring ball right. at UNLV. He didn't have a, a spring ball during COVID, uh, you know, basically no off season his first year. They were just throwing that season together, six games, COVID. I think they started, started the season in October, so... You kind of just scrapped the first season with Coach Arroyo right. really last year with his first spring ball. And, you know, that's that's your first off season. You're kind of just figuring out how you want the style, how you want the flow, you know, what, what kind of organization you want. Now it's his second spring ball at UNLV. And, and in my opinion, it just looks uh, like a different tone, more serious, more intense, more locked in. Uh, you know, Coach Arroyo was saying, you know, we have – the the building blocks from last year okay we got year one under our belt but now we can build and we can we can continue to fine-tune things this spring ball where you know he kind of has more of an idea this time around with his guys
0: uh we talked about the quarterback position already do you feel like spring is more important for anyone outside of the quarterback position or do you think this spring ball is really focusing on quarterbacks getting a little bit of an early idea of what what to be expected
1: yeah, I mean it, it was a young quarterback room last year. You know, Cam Cam Friel was a freshman. Doug was a sophomore. Um, you know, it was it was a younger room last year. And now now you know Cam has a year under his belt. Um, you know, Doug's a, Doug's a junior now, I believe. But um, yeah, no, I I think I think it does. I think that time that chemistry bringing in an SEC quarterback that's definitely going to help them. You know, find that chemistry and. I think, you know, Harrison has already enrolled there, so he's been there since January. So, you know, he's ready to go and, and ready to start gelling with these guys. And there's a lot of new faces. I mean, new coaches, new OC, new DC, um, you know, a lot of new faces in this program this year. So, uh, this spring ball is crucial to get everyone on the same page and get ready to roll for
0: fall talking right now with paloma Villacana here on unnecessary roughness radio nation radio 920 i did want to switch to hoops real quick uh bryce hamilton donovan williams both guys are are making their way to the nba donovan williams he has an out he could come back and return if he wants to he still is leaving his options open Mm -hmm. as two years of eligibility but with those guys assumingly that they're going to be both gone uh how big a hole does that leave for coach Kruger, and how does he fill that hole
1: yeah, I was talking to Donovan yesterday on the phone, and it was really funny because I'm just catching up with him. He's at home. He's in Houston, and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm, <laughs> I'm entering the NBA draft today, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, great news, you know, just casual, um, and I was like, wow, that's huge, man, so yeah, he's out in Houston um, getting ready to to get that started and get all his his training for that going. So that was big news. I mean, Stretch is you know a, a a great guy, great basketball player. It was more his his leadership and his personality and his his you know his leadership on the court that I think that's going to be a big hole to fill because he was you know just one of the main guys out there. So um, yeah, and Bryce, man, how do you replace Bryce? Right, right. He's he's just, you know, a a unique athlete where he was just humble, a strong leader, consistently in the gym every single night. Um, you know, Bryce Bryce is one of a kind. There's there's few of those Bryces out there, but um, yeah, I mean this offseason is going to be really interesting to see who Kevin Kruger brings in, but he's got really close ties with his dad, you know, who has strong connections in the Big 12. And I know that they're recruiting Texas hard. They're recruiting Oklahoma hard. Uh, you know, they picked up some big guys like like Jordan McCabe from the Big 12. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some more Big 12 transfers um, headed to UNLV. But, you know, and then Kevin Kruger, of course, wants to recruit locally, too. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason with the Running Rebels. And I know Kevin Kruger is just, just hungry to keep his, his program and, and keep continuing to get better.
3: All right, Paloma, earlier you tweeted, mark your calendars, and that's because Josh Jacobs has a youth football camp. Can you give us any more information about that date, time, location, whatever you got?
1: Yeah, May 7th from 5 to 8 p.m. at Sierra Vista High School, grades 1 through 10. Um, You can register at hardcountathletics.com. Uh, last year, we, we were out there. I, I can't remember if he was at Faith Lutheran last summer, but last summer it was. You know, we we're, we were kind of coming out of COVID and everything, so everyone was just like excited to play outside and be around people. But um, it was lit last year. I mean, there were hundreds of kids. I was out there like Josh. You're really gonna like play with every single one of these kids, and he really did. He really introduced himself and was out there working out and running with every single one of those kids. And there was hundreds of kids out there. So it was awesome. Josh Jacobs is so nice, so, you know, so humble, such a great guy. So um, he brought some friends out. So we might see maybe some other Raiders come out with him. Wouldn't be surprised if we saw, like, Max Crosby out there. Mm. Um, so, So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And, you know, now that, you know, we're, you know, pushing through this pandemic, I'm sure there will be twice as many people as there were last summer.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. And and getting through and pushing through the pandemic is really cool. We just found out the other day, matter of fact, yesterday, I think that uh, the NFL locker rooms are going to be open in 2022, which uh, you know, from covering sports for a very long time, that's special. I mean, that's when you get that opportunity to really start getting those relationships. And, you know, I mean, obviously you go in there and you you, you treat these players with respect and everything on all levels, but at the same time, that's important when you can get into the locker room and get those one-on-one types of, situations that's when you really get to know the story and get to know the person
1: yeah it's been an interesting career for for me here at in vegas like i i continued i like started when the pandemic happened everything was on zoom i mean i've never even seen the raiders locker room <laughs> or you know UNLV's locker room. so um yeah it's, it's a blessing to get back to normalcy and you know makes me appreciate just you know everything that we get to do and you know when that was all taken away and you know when we were on zoom when i was doing my whole show from home on zoom i was like man like just to be back in the studio to be back out on the football field to be in the locker rooms it's a blessing all
3: right Paloma, any luck on finding any tex-mex here in vegas
1: (laughs) Yo, I love, well, you know, TCU, I love Tex-Mex, so, you know, I'm, I'm actually a little surprised there's not more, like, barbecue places here in Vegas or, like, you know, some more southern food, because I feel like there's a lot of people here from, like, Texas or the south, so, I don't know, maybe I need to open up a tex Shop for real. There, there you go. Hey, you know it's so
0: funny. It's so funny that Devon asked that question because I was gonna ask that question as well. I was actually out to lunch with the wife earlier today, and I saw that tweet. And she always, because you know we came from Texas, so she always says yes. that there's no good Tex Mex here. There's 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 good Mexican food, but there's no good Tex Mex yeah. here. And so when I showed her that tweet, she started dying. And she said, "No, girl, you better go on back to Texas." Oh my gosh!
1: And you know someone was like, "Go to Chili's," and I was like, "Nah, bro, I'm wow. not
0: going to Chili's, bro." <laughs> right that's not it bro (laughs) that is so So funny but yeah i saw that i saw that tweet from you earlier today and i I wanted to make sure i brought that up before the the show ended. that's awesome that is awesome great stuff to uh one other thing i saw was that uh and i saw from coach arroyo as well that raiders gm dave ziegler is going to be at the coaching clinic at his coaching clinic for unlv how cool is that to be able to have the raiders gm part of the coaching clinic there at unlv
1: yeah, well, that's awesome. Coach Royal has really close connections with the Raiders. Um, you know, I I know him and John Gruden talked all the time, and you know, Coach Royal, his OC is coming from the Raiders, yep. spending ten seasons there. So, um, you know, that's that's the awesome part about being here in Vegas and being such a smaller, like kind of closer community. You know, the mm-hmm. U, the UNLV football team can just, you know, the Raiders are down the street and they can, you know, come out to to UNLV all the time and you know have coaches out here and GMs out here and, um, you know, that's that's just another awesome thing about Vegas is, you know, I know the Raiders are so deep in this community, so it's it's awesome to see that and, you know, I don't know if it's the same in New York, I don't know if it's the same in the Bay, you know, I just don't know, but I know in Vegas, like, it's awesome to see an NFL team and, and the Raiders so, so
0: so tight in our community. Right. No, I agree. That's facts, you know, and, and me coming from Central Texas, it, it wasn't it wasn't like that in, in all the communities, yeah. you know, and you know you, you've you been around enough yeah. to know it ain't like that everywhere, so it is. It's really special. Well, Paloma, thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate you. It's great to catch up. Glad you're back in town and you're doing well. Uh, I did want to make sure that we uh, continue to pass on prayers for your mom. We're, we're praying daily for your mom, and I know everything's been getting better and better. I keep checking on your Twitter and everything, so uh, just know that all our prayers are with you and your family and your mom for sure
1: thank you guys thank you guys so much i really appreciate it and i miss you guys That's we to right talk more
0: hey next week book it we're already <laughs> here so we Let's appreciate go. you all right <laughs> bye guys see ya. there she goes paloma Villacana. uh she's fantastic does a great job covering unlv like a glove and uh you know just fun to talk with as well and i swear i saw that tweet earlier talking about uh about the tex-mex and me and the wife were having lunch and she goes oh no girl going back to texas <laughs>
3: What's well, the only spot that I can think of off the top of my head is Chewy's? And I don't know if that's just in Austin Place where they... We
0: had one in Central Texas, too. We had one there. Yeah. But we had everything and in, in every every kind of Tex-Mex in, in Central Texas. Hell, you can go to the gas station and get some Tex-Mex in Central Texas, but that's... you know. so,
3: But is it worth the hype, though? I mean, you know, is it okay? I mean, look,
0: man, I, I, am a, I'm a chameleon, man. I'm a chameleon. I can, I can, I can blend that's in That's right. With you anything. don't
3: even, you don't even eat food around the house. <laughs> you made it sound like eating was a crime. Hey, man, look, eating you takes time. You only eat because you're bored. Hey, well, that's true. That's <laughs> not facts. even hungry.
0: That's facts. No, I did go out to lunch every once in a while. You got to take the wife out to lunch. You know, that's how you. Where'd you guys go? Somewhere good? Yeah, we went up the street to uh, Lindo Micho oh, Okay. Right up right the street. Yeah, it was a, which is actually really good. Actually, really good. It's, it's actually probably the closest thing. Um, Almost to that Tex Mex, almost. And then um, the other place is the place that we were at that night that that I told you, I texted you. and I was like, "Oh, you should come over." And I forgot the name of it though. And you're like, "Oh, it's too far across town."
3: Yeah, hey, man. I You Talking. sometimes I was like, Yo, you text me. What are the cross streets? Hey, mm. man. Look, hey, you know it's fine. Hey, man. But I'm, it sounded like you was having a good time. Well, like. We had a
0: great time. You know, you could have
3: had a great time too. But you know, oh, it was
0: too far to one drive. You know, you know what the
3: real thing is. If I
0: would, you drove, were hanging out with Kayla. I know no, the real thing. Yeah, no, I was hanging out
3: with Jared.
0: I would have been. It would have made me feel a lot better if you had said you were hanging out with Kayla. That would have made a whole lot more sense.
3: <laughs> yo, yo, gotta keep I know with the homies. Jared, sometimes, uh,
0: yeah, I know Jared. Jared would have kicked your ass down the curb for Kayla any day. Maybe not Kayla, but someone. No,
3: Jared's hung out with me and Kayla before.
0: I bet he has. I bet he has. Jared, yeah. Gotta
3: bring the homies yeah, around. Yeah, I know. Sometime, I know?
0: guarantee you. Hey, look, Jared. Me and Jared were roommates in L.A. when we were at the Super Bowl. Jared would have been like, "Hey, Q, I'm sorry, I got to go," but homegirls, down. you know, Jared. Jared would have rolled. That's how Jared rolls. There were so many times I had to pull him out of a bad situation, man. He was going to get himself, you know. He had all these ladies lined up. That's how Jared, or Jared Oh, wow. Jared's a ladies' man. You didn't know? I didn't know he was doing it big like this in L.A. Hey, man, look. Out of town, you know. Sometimes. Out of
3: town, Jared. Different guy.
0: Yeah, definitely different guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a couple texts that would close out the show here. Uh... Just got out of a meeting and turned you guys on. I hear cocaine. Did I miss something? By the way, hell of a drug. That's from Raider J in Sacramento. <laughs> 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 no, we were talking about this um, Athletic Green. Athletic bro. Green. Yeah, stuff. All <laughs> and yeah, and uh, and someone looked it up online and saw that it was pretty expensive. They said, uh for the for a month's supply of athletic green, you could buy the same equivalent of cocaine. And me and Damon both said, well, we don't know what that means, so we're good.
3: Because you can do a lot of things with a hundred dollars.
0: Not really, not anymore. $100 goes by so fast, it's ridiculous. Fill up the tank? Dog, remember? Well, you don't remember, <laughs> but everyone else listening, you're, you're a young, you're a new booty, But I remember when you can go to the gas station and be like, here, put 20 on 10 for me real quick, and you might get changed back. Now it's like, you got to go to the gas tank and be like, oh, give me 100. You know what I mean? Put 100 in and hope you get some change back. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I know that's me telling my age, but that's fine. I have no problem with that.
3: Yeah, you can get 20 on 10, but I feel like I'm not that old. But that it depends on what you're nah, driving. At
0: one point, twenty dollars used to fill up your gas tank or pretty close to it. At one point. Not maybe not yours. Hey,
3: I got the free I got the Prius, ours. man. Hey. You got a Prius? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Thought you had a truck. Hey man, you know, move I I'm out here moving, making moves.
0: Oh man. If you if you went from a truck to a Prius, your moves that you're making are backwards. <laughs> I
3: didn't say I was making smart moves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Vegas Pete hit us up on the Savage Tech Slash 69187 keyword R and R. How cool would it be to announce the Las Vegas Raiders on Las Vegas Boulevard? Raider Nation would go wild. The draft in person is for the fans. Seattle, Chicago, Green Bay all have two picks each. If we can find anyone in round two like a good O lineman, we we are good to trade back in. Okay. I got you. I got you. I like that. Uh, Fargo Raider hit us up. said Q and Demon. Here again, cocaine, like the quarterback position, is fluctuating market Q. So it's all good that you don't know the price. I'm sure Arnett could have cleared it up for us. <laughs> laughing my ass off. Just win, baby. You're going to get wow. us <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> You're going to get us all kind of trouble. And with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Big Deuce said, like Rick James said, cocaine is a hell of a drug. we got more texts about cocaine today than we ever have. I'm glad it's a family show. Man, all right, got one more text. Uh, he was oh, Gizmo was at that uh, was at that game that that Raider Charger game at the Coliseum. He said, but I missed the last bit because I hosted my college re- roommates who happened to be San Diego fans, so we all had to bounce real quick for one reason or another. They wore their Rivers jerseys, and well, you know about the Coliseum, so yeah, good game though. I understand. My boy Corey did that one time, wore a Baltimore Raven jersey to the Coliseum. By about, I don't know, a couple minutes into the first quarter, he had to take that thing off. So there you go. We'll be back tomorrow, 2 o'clock on the dot. That's how we get down, unnecessary rough. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Have a good night.